What up, what up? It's your boy Chris Russell. And I'm AJ. And welcome to the Cancel Us Podcast. And before we introduce our next guest, I want to go ahead and give this bro a shout out. I ain't never met this dude until today. But let me tell you, once I made a Twitter account and I followed this dude, everything he'd been posting was bangers. Back to back. And he'd been supporting the pod ever since we started out. Uh I just got to say, I got to give this dude a shout out before we started the episode, but without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce him or let him introduce himself. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I'm Kendall Bonds or on my social, you can find me as pupil underscore of Pablo. Uh, I guess that's my rap name. I rap. I do art. I'm a graphic designer. That's what I'm going to school for. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. I do voiceover work. Too. But I just I'm a rapper, graphic designer, and I guess a, a voice actor. That's pretty much it. Do a little bit of everything. Kendall yeah. Kendall been my homie since since high school. We ran track together. He went to the other campus, that campus out in the middle of nowhere. Thank <laughs> you, yeah. campus. But uh yeah, every week on the track team, Kendall's the, the short buff guy. I guarantee you, Kendall could outlift all everybody on the team. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, not no more. I don't let myself go. Just not getting back into shape. But <laughs> you and me both, bro. But now I appreciate you coming on, dog. Because you've been, because you know, we've been talking. We were going back on Twitter. Um, You've been, you've had, you know, good insight on a lot of stuff. You've been right there when we've been watching all this, this wild, wild stuff unfold. Yep. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's get into it. All right. Jump right into the episode. Um, so first we're going to start off with the question of the day. And, uh, the question we got since we all went to, uh, you know, a PWI university, we're going to go ahead, start it off. What, what's your opinion on a PWI? What's been your experience? <laughs> All right. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm going to be real with you. You don't, oh. know, what it, you don't know what PWI is, bro? <laughs> I don't. Oh, my God. This is predominantly white, bro. You, you should know oh. this. <laughs> hey, look, man. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I'm a meathead. I'm not the smartest. <laughs> That's cap. Nah, yeah, nah. bro. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, for me, because I do go to Mars Hill. It's in the mountains and stuff. It's Asheville. You know, that's a lot of Appalachian folk. We talk uh, the whitest of the white. Hoggers. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's near Western. Uh, I'm, I'm not speaking bad or anything. I'm just showing, I'm just saying what I see. So yeah. we got our cloggers. They're, they're uh, renowned, by the way. Like, they're, like, one of our best teams there. We got our baseball. Our basketball is slowly coming up. But, like, it is predominantly white. We have um, a LSA, which is a Latinx Student Association, a BSA, a Black Student Association. And I'm part of both. But, like, our turnouts compared to, like, other events is <laughs> it's getting slim. Yeah. It's, it's a lot more whites than it is, you know, people of color on campus you know i like to see that change but you know it's not up to me it's about enrollment yeah i mean for me personally i haven't experienced you know like racism like you know prejudice maybe not like hardcore racism like nobody's ever called me like the n-word or hard r or anything like that 
Yeah. I have heard reports up there, like, cause we have, we have an Ingles down near our school where everybody goes to shop and do groceries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say people are, like, weird down there. Like, they're, you know, they're, like, real prejudiced down there. But me being the person I am, I don't go to Ingles anyway. I go to Dollar General. Uh, I can get stuff on campus, go to, like, the, the campus restaurant on, uh, or the cafe or somewhere and go. Yeah. I don't really venture out far. I stay in my room and I keep to myself pretty much until I got an event to go to. But it's, I mean, it's to be expected because we're in America. You know, you, you face this stuff all the time. But I would say I, I've probably got it, you know, the least out of everybody else from what I hear on campus anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that, that's pretty much similar to our experience down in uh, Gardner Webb and, and Shelby. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got our Dollar General, we got our little Ingles. But um, yeah, it's about the same. You know, a lot of the, I don't think we have any, we don't have any black clubs or anything like that. They think, just, no, we did. They just started one when we left. When we left. But when we was there, just started one. It was just the, basics. Like, it was the same type, same type of deal. Everybody around us was kind of in their own zone. We had people that had to constantly come up to us and be like, "I'm not racist, but I got a question." It was, it was a constant conflict every now and then. The conversations were just bland. It was, it was. I won't say it was uncultured, but it was. It was uncultured, bro. Ain't no culture. It was lacking seasoning. The co- the conversations yeah. were just basic. Hey, what you doing this weekend? Oh, it's a it's a party or it's uh this is going on. It's an event. It was it was it wasn't as fun as I was expecting it to be, but it was still a worth the experience. Basically, yeah. it was basically the same thing though. Yeah, but in terms of in terms of PA prejudice, like we was talking about on Twitter, um, the the only instance I could think of is was when they hand out that money, that scholarship money. Yeah, when some of my counterparts of, of the lighter skin tone are able to get more bread to come back than than I was, that that was kind of maddening. But um, yeah, you know, it's kind of motivation to work harder. But still, uh, but other than that, yeah, it was it was your normal stuff. You know, Lincoln Charter was was up there with it, so it's you know about on par. Yeah. But I'm just, I can't get over my, y'all still didn't like, y'all didn't have a BSA until y'all left, basically. No. Yeah. And, yeah, and they, they weren't even like, like that. They was just, they had, I think they had one event while I was on campus, like the last month, and like, ain't nobody sure. I think it was, they did, there was one good thing that they did. They did, uh, they were protesting because Black History Month, the campus, Put not. signs all over the campus and made it National Soup Month. They promoted that over Black History. Yes, yeah. it got so bad they had to hire a black lady for to be a diversity counselor. Cause student, we went all over. We was posting, we was taking down posters, putting up. It's Black History Month. Y'all need to, you know, appreciate it. Uh, I think an email emails were sent out, but they didn't really address it. They just hired this lady, and she's been doing better. I mean, yeah. they've been having, from what I'm hearing, they've been having more stuff, you know, on campus. More like, events, stuff like that. It ain't never it, – it's just starting to get the ball rolling. But I'm talking about they was promoting National Soup Month, bro. 
<laughs> during Black History Month. Yep. And this was uh-huh. at the beginning. Yes. The damn soup, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm Out of saying. nowhere. Nobody was expecting it. But, um, yeah, it was, when I was there, it was just mostly, like, the regular stuff. I went to a white high school, too. So I was used to people talking to me any like, anyway, and then I was used to dealing with it. But when I was there, it wasn't too much culture. The most you would find culture was at like the parties or like uh, karaoke. That was a big turnout for the culture. Cause just because people came to sing and it was a Christian school, they came out. It was like the church service. So like they they came out when they needed to, but other than that, they it wasn't culture until. I left and they added the, the diversity coach, so. <laughs> I feel like our generation is honestly like, has been the guinea pig generation, if that makes sense. Every time there's like something introduced, it's like after we leave somewhere, yeah. like that's just ridiculous. <laughs> they, were making, they were making changes at Charter, like after we left. Yep. I remember that. <laughs> It was you know, asking students for surveys and different things like that. <laughs> yeah, we, we do get tested on a lot. They try on different stuff, see if stuff works. It doesn't. Yeah. But, but all right, let's slide into it. We got a couple right. questions for you. You know, we know um, this is a cancel culture podcast, so we kind of keep it around cancel culture. We got a couple questions for you. So, right. you know, off the top, off the rip, what are your thoughts on cancel culture? Okay, for me, I'm going to just get this. This is the first statement. Right. I believe that art and the artist should be separate. Okay. Okay. Right. Now, that's mainly because I'm a Kanye fan, and <laughs> you know that. <laughs> but, Come on, you know, people, art, Pablo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, you got the connection. <laughs> but it should be separate because it's the person's actions and then it's their music. Now, when you do like music, I'm saying music because that's what I'm basing this off of because I, I write, you know, I say a bunch of outlandish shit myself. But yeah. your art or music or anything like that, that's a reflection of like your emotions, your actions. And when you're like a celebrity, and you're put on that pedestal. You usually speak to like multiple people or speak for people at, you know, at, at the same time so you can relate to them. So your art or your music gets heard or seen. You can't just, you know, be an autobiography person the whole time. So art and artists should be separate. The artist is a, a human. They're celebrities, sure, but that's because we put them on pedestals. Yeah. They're a person. They're going to fuck up. Excuse me. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop this. Oh, you good. Keep going. Keep going. You straight, bro. They're going to mess up. Just speak. And it's, it's human nature. We're not perfect. We're not God. So mm-hmm. when you look at somebody who's making a mistake, you got to take, you know, their background, where they're coming from, and them separate. Because, you know, you don't know how they grew up. You don't know how they were raised. Yeah. So I believe it should just be separate. Okay. Okay. All right. Based on that, I want you to keep that same energy when we talk about Doja. When we get down to yeah. Doja, I want you to keep that. <laughs> I'm going to come back to that question. But um, we're going to go ahead and go on to the next one. Is it beneficial to society? Is cancel culture beneficial? I say it is and it isn't. And this is why I say it is. When you cancel somebody, the first thing you get is that apology. It makes them realize, hey, I messed up. I've done wrong. I need to fix this immediately. It hurts their pockets. And they do say, hey, uh, you know, I need to be more careful online. I need to be more careful what I say or what I do. 
So it works in that sense. But in terms of like canceling, as in, because like what I got from it was like when I first heard of canceling, they're like, they're going to cancel this person and a boycott until they cease to, you know, not exist as a person, but as a celebrity, you wouldn't hear from them again. They wouldn't be anything. They don't follow through. The next week they're back online or something. New hit, new single is number one. Like it does nothing. Like if they follow through with it, I believe it would be important. But in terms of like canceling celebrities, it doesn't work. It, it just doesn't. Okay, I agree with that. In some ways, it's it's very beneficial. But yeah, it holds okay. you. It kind of gets them to like be accountable for. But that's another topic we were talking about. Can you truly cancel somebody? Because you yes. you look around and you see a lot of people that have been canceled still doing, still out here doing stuff. Kanye, Kanye, perfect example. You can't really, and he said it. He said it in the interview. He said you can't cancel somebody. Yeah, he talked about it. But it's really interesting, especially people who like continue to try and continue to do different stuff like that. And it's people who like deserve to be canceled for the things they've done, who kind of are able to wiggle out of stuff. Yeah, because people don't follow through with you know with the canceling yeah i agree i don't think somebody can truly be canceled we can get it to the point where they'll lose like money they'll lose their career like you said but in the grand scheme of things people are going to be people and they're going to find other avenues they're going to find another niche or they'll find another somebody's going to support them at the end of it and so i agree in that sense like we can't fully cancel somebody but it's the thought that we can, the thought that we can get them out of where they were. It brings some people like some type of balance. So yeah, because I think with celebrities, it's just they get so high and mighty they forget that they're human and they have to be held accountable. And they just like, oh, I'm this and that. You can't really say anything to affect me. But when it starts affecting their pockets, I mean, That's sometimes they do right turn there. around. Yeah, so. sometimes they make the turnaround, but most of the time, if Twitter get a hold of them or just any social media for that matter they get a hold of them and they realize they're still human and they can still be affected by the actions or what they say and and the in the grand scheme of things it is true in some sense some people are powerful enough to wiggle their way around it yeah prime example of that is like six nine I mean, he should he's not be powerful but he, he should be he wiggling his way he wiggling his way through I don't know how but he should I don't either <laughs> My man wiggled his way out the justice system. That's crazy. <laughs> justice system. But keep it on topic. That was that was the best answer we've had on the pod for real. Yeah. You, know, you you already know you getting you coming back on multiple times. <laughs> this, this episode about to be good. Yeah. But um we're gonna get to the next question. Would you continue to support an individual? And you already said you probably with Kanye you would. Uh, would you continue to support them if they've been canceled? Well, taking Kanye out of this, because y'all already heard my answer on that, I would, because it's Kanye. (laughs) But if somebody's making, like, the – if they're actually trying to change their life around based on, like, being canceled, like, say Gina Rodriguez was trying to actually, you know, make an actual apology. It was sincere. It wasn't in the form of some, you know, written statement. She just screenshotted, and (laughs) she actually, like, I wouldn't say you don't have to like put money to the cause, like donate to like a foundation or anything, but actually made a difference and tried to change. 
for sure, because that means it worked. But if you're just going to keep backsliding and doing what you're doing and you do it on the low and it comes out again, yeah, uh, you know, there's only so many chances I can give you. Okay. <laughs> and again, I mean, that's hypocritical because of Kanye, but I mean. <sighs> Kanye did. We're going to talk about Kanye, too, because he's going to come up, especially when we're going into some of this other stuff we got. Yeah. Especially when we're dipping into Biden. Kanye, <laughs> Kanye made a statement, and I saw the video you liked, and he was Kanye was right. So we we gonna talk about that. But uh, last question for you: Has right. cancel culture gotten out of control? I got something to say about this after your answer. So. All right, I wouldn't say out of control, not just yet, because you know, I mean, we've seen death threats and stuff from people, or like with actual Doja Cat, where they leaked her address and people were talking about because she didn't expose her her breasts that's what they were mad over then they i guess they found this but they've leaked her they've leaked people's addresses we haven't really seen death threats and like attempts on people's life but when it starts getting to the actual attempts then it's gone too far i will say with these k-pop stand pages it's just annoying at the moment (laughs) because every time somebody's canceled (laughs) it's just like a little k-pop video there's no explanation just the false accusation is what gets me yeah. So it's just annoying at this point, but eventually it will get out of hand. Okay. All like right. Doc, we actually was talking. I was a. Uh, I was on there today because did you see yesterday the the lady yelling at bro in Central Park because she didn't have dog. her dog leashed up. Yep. Yeah. So we were th- a dude started a thread thing and Doxon is basically when when something like ridiculous happens. People like look up their address, call their bosses, get them fired, get them kicked out of school, stuff yeah. like that. And he was talking about how how doxing was the point where it had gone too far when it comes to cancel culture, like losing your job over stuff like that. What do you think about that? I'm going back to those videos with the TikToks, the racist, like, the racist students. I uh, yep. I want to say. Okay. In those cases, it's necessary because those people go out and they feel like there's no repercussions because, you know, uh, I'm in my home. We're not at school. We didn't do this on school grounds, but it's a reflection of you, of the school and your surroundings. Yeah. You knew better. And I don't know why these people act like it's just a part of growing up. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There's a joke and then there's racism. And people think they can make jokes on racism or about prejudices and it's okay. And that's, I mean, it's not okay because it's like they act like it's a growing stage. Like it's a, you know, there's puberty, there's a it's racism, a and then you're, you know, yep. like it's not. It's, there's two different things. You need to be held accountable. And I'm sorry that you lost your job, but I mean, or your uh, your college, your job, or whatever you lose. But I mean, you, you need to know there's consequences to your actions. Yeah. And you said it best. You're a reflection of the people you represent. If, if I was cutting up a fool out here, I'm a reflection of you. Even something like this podcast, I'm a reflection of this podcast. I'm a reflection of your reflection of the school you go to, the place you work at. And if you messing up the bag, you got to go. You got to go. Exactly. And another point you made was them, they blame it on, oh, I was growing up or I was young or I, it was something I was growing through. Discrimination is not something you grow through. It's not something, it's not like a growth spurt or a time being where you were just going through. No. Discrimination is discrimination. It's, it's a reflection of how you feel towards other people. And I don't, I don't see that as being an excuse. That's just you being uneducated enough to think I'm untouchable. I can't be touched. I'm just going to go out here and make this TikTok video. I'm going to make the racist laugh, but I'm, I'm, 
not going to face repercussions. So you made some really good points on that answer, and I like that. Yeah. I just feel so strongly about it because it's like it's, – it's their privilege to act uneducated and ignorant. Because yeah. they go in the comments and they'll say, oh, well, how is this racist? How is this offending somebody? And we have to teach them why they're in the wrong. Yeah. I don't like that. Constantly. That's a constant. Man, that's a question like I had to answer at school a lot. Exactly. These dudes talking about, you know, I believe, but I'm not racist, though. I'm not racist, though. Like, yeah, I get a lot of that, a lot of those, a lot of people not seeing the connection. Like, you know, around the jokes and around the words they say, especially when you're talking about using the N-word, different stuff like that. Yep. A lot of people not seeing that disconnect, and the disconnect is right there. It's all in history. Constantly having to reteach that to a whole generation is not what we should be spending our time on. That's, that's, why, I don't, that's why I don't really take a, you know, uh, shows like Grownish and all of those. That's why I don't really bother with those because i'm hoping at least some white people watch it it does the, yeah. that's their biggest you know setback it's a lot of people you know black people saying oh they're doing they're explaining stuff we already know or the show was created for white people but if white people can learn a little something from it i i i'm not gonna knock it yeah have you actually gone into the comments on their like their instagram page whenever they post a new episode Yep. It's all so many enraged white people. I, I, what if they made a whitish? What if they did yep. this? What if they did that? But the thing, and it's the same thing with reverse racism. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. Because you can't. Prejudice, sure. But racism, that's institutionalized. You can't. Black people can't. That's my stance. Y'all don't have to agree with it, but that's just my stance. No, no I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. I was going back and forth with it like last week. I was like, yeah. Because I think for the longest, I thought, you know, black people could. And then somebody broke it down on Twitter and the, the whole institutional thing. I was like, yeah, I see. I see what's up. Yeah. But uh, back to the question I, I said I had an answer for. Recently, due to quarantine, I would go so much to say is cancel culture has gotten a little out of hand in terms of how many people they're canceling. I believe there's a, a grace period. We should at least wait a week before we cancel somebody else. That way we can get the facts together. We can go ahead and figure out if they deserve that cancellation, if they deserve to be canceled for what they did. Then we can go on to the next one. We done cancel about three people in the span of a week, and it's too much. The cancel, we only make an episode a week. So we're down on the canceling, but I do, I do believe it got a little out of hand due to quarantine. Yeah, I see that. I think they canceled what Steve Rogers or like uh, the actor who plays him. Yep. What's yep. his name? Chris, <laughs> Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. Couldn't even find out what he was canceled for. I was on the thing. <laughs> I, I never seen like, that. <laughs> no. Okay, I see that too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gotten a little bit out of hand due to quarantine. And a lot yeah, of them be fake it's, too. It's teetering. It's teetering right yeah. now. Because yeah. people are bored, and a lot of them be fake too. It, every week is some somebody's over party. Exactly. And I, be looking, <laughs> and I look through, and some of the cancellations that like we put on the page, like last week, the six nine one. I thought, oh, he going back for new charges. No, nah, somebody brought up them same charges that he was already facing. He's still at home chilling. Yes. To drop a song. <laughs> they and, got uh, me like that. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, what's her name? Hillary Duff. I thought she was on, but that was created by some random conspiracies. Yeah. So I was like, okay. All right. 
<laughs> I was scared because for so long people were praising her for being like one of the only Disney stars that didn't go crazy. Yo, so I was like, not you, <laughs> not you too. <laughs> they got you. They was about to get the last one. Oh man, but yeah, it's gotten a little bit out of hand. But um, we're gonna go ahead and jump into this uh, first topic. Um, Joe Biden. That's our first topic. AJ, you want to read the article? Hold on a second. All right, so uh, Joe Biden, of course, went on an interview with Charlemagne the God, the Breakfast Club interview, and uh, I'm going to read a little excerpt that says, in an interview on the Breakfast Club that aired on Friday morning, Biden responded to a question from the show's co-host, Charlemagne the God, by saying that if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or for Trump, then you ain't black. He walked back on those remarks hours later, acknowledging in a campaign call with black business leaders that he had perhaps been much too cavalier. Those are his words. What are our initial thoughts? So after I first seen the interview, I about died laughing. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna lie to you. About died laughing. The fact that Joe Biden think he hold that much culture. That much power behind his words was hilarious to me. Just because you ran with Obama, don't mean you got the cops, brother. It don't mean you got it. Don't mean you hold weight. He thought he was going in there and being, you know, body. The man that could be going there, he could say, nah, you don't hold that much weight. So, no. You were vice at that. You didn't really do anything but sit in on like Senate meetings and stuff. Exactly. It was funny to me. He thought. He thought. That's, 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 that's all. He thought. <laughs> but um, I'm hoping he didn't mean that for real. They have if made it. Came it. Out, if it came out that way, that's what he thinking. <laughs> that's what he think. He, he think he's a staple in the culture for real. He think he, he right up there with Obama. <laughs> he saw the memes and he let it get to his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He saw one too many Twitter posts talking about Joe Biden for the culture. And he thought he, he, thought he was in the culture. And we had to put him back in his place. He about to pull his offer to the cookout. <laughs> he was only eligible while Obama was in office. He was only exactly. Eligible. He was a plus one. They wasn't, they wasn't just letting him in straight up. You got to get your stuff reinstated, dog. <laughs> your pass is expired. Try again. <laughs> but not like with Biden, he just says a lot of off the wall comments. He does. And it puts Dumb me in a stuff. real bad spot because I want to vote. It's important to vote. I want everybody to know that it's important to vote. Yes. It is a right and it is a privilege to vote. Mm-hmm. But the two options we got Trump and Biden. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> one is like look at my african americans i like i like blacks they're friends yeah and then yeah. the other you're not black if you don't vote for me i just don't <laughs> and third party is just a waste of a vote like exactly <laughs> exactly bro our options are limited and they're trash they... joe biden is an idiot i've been saying this on the pod <laughs> I'm going to stand by them statements. I've been saying this since he came out talking about touching toe hairs. That was weird. 
That was the most funny. He said that at a rally, bro. At a rally. Hey, the stuff he comes, he's got to hear what's coming out of his mouth, and he continues to go on. He doesn't stop himself. He continues to go on. We just there were kids. They were touching my leg, and they were putting the hairs down, and it kept going back. Like, bro, you hear yourself? Bro, this PR team got to be pissed at him every week, bro. Surprisingly, exactly. This is why he ain't really say much during Obama's term. They ain't let him speak. Hey, bro, just say Joe with me. You don't got to worry about none of that. I do all the talking. Mm. Just getting a little extra time now. It's been there. It's been there. It's been like this. Oh man, this is just yeah. that little that little toehair incident solidified his idiocy <laughs> for me. And but I don't like you said it's, it puts us in a tough predicament. Like you like I don't want to not vote, but then yeah. I know my vote isn't gonna do anything. But I'm just worried that we're gonna get another year, uh, four years of Trump. I'm I'm feeling like that's where we're headed. Yep. Based off, I ain't raving Simone, but you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this comment definitely put Biden back with the the black vote. Um, it put him back a couple steps. Yeah. And right now, it's it's leaning towards a lot of people not voting, and that's what we don't want to happen. But our options are so slim. It's kind of like, all right, you just gotta pick one of the worser halves. We just gonna have to go with one of these two and hope for the best for four years. It's already been a rough twenty twenty. This this is an even bigger weight on us. As as the black community, not let alone anybody else, the black community is just it's a tough spot for us. So <laughs> I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need Biden to just read the cards from now on, and uh, let's hope for the, we gonna pray. That's, that's another thing too. Like you want you want the unfiltered. You want it's it's weird because like I want the unfiltered, but I also want the the filters stuff. Like with Obama. We didn't really know what was going on behind the scenes, whatever he had. But when he came up, he was presentable. He knew what was going on. With Trump, we know he messing up, and he telling us he messing up every tweet. And <laughs> I mean, but he's transparent. But it's it's not good, and he's not. I don't know. It's the way trash. I see it. It's trash. <laughs> the way I see it, um, we at least got Biden as an option where Obama can throw him some hints or he can help him out. Hey, Biden, I think you should do this for the black community. I'm just, I'm just trying to help you out. Somebody. Somebody just step in. Whereas Trump, he's just going to go with his gut. And uh, anyway, we, we can move on. <laughs> I also want to say this. Vote on the House representatives. Those are the people that actually make the decisions. Yes, Change the them point. out. And you can actually make a difference. I mean, the president's important too, but make sure your representatives are representing you first. Vote on those two; those those count. And I agree. If your representative trash, your, the president won't be able to get anything done. So, for real, regardless. Uh, but hold on. I wanted to ask him about. Let me pull up, see if I can pull up the the prompt again. So, talking about Biden, and he. Even though he was wrong, he did point out one of the, you know, something in the African-American community that's a problem, which is people, you know, not really thinking for themselves and learning their options when it comes to president and just 
assuming, you know, people are Democrats. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that. All right. Now, again, you uh, hinted at it earlier, but I, I completely agree with Kanye on what he was doing with Trump. Now, I didn't vote for Trump that year. I actually voted for the third party. I think it was what? Elizabeth Warren, something like that. The the third party. Yeah. I couldn't bring myself to vote yeah. for Trump or Hillary. But, and I said this in one of my tweets, Kanye is known for being ahead of his time and being crazy. What I feel like he did there by supporting Trump like he did, while he may not known because he said he wasn't educated on like his politics, his platform or anything like that. While he wasn't educated, I feel like he did one thing. He let it be known that blacks didn't always have to be Democrat like we are always, you know, portrayed to be. Like, oh, blacks are for Democrats because Lincoln was a Democrat and he freed the slaves. Everybody usually goes with that narrative. You can think for yourself. You can be Republican. You can be Democrat. It doesn't matter. And by Kanye being a celebrity, as well known as he is, a member, I'd I'd say at the time he was a member of the black community. I don't know how people feel about him now. (laughs) By doing that, he let it be known that you can vote for whoever you want for. He had to put himself in that position for people to look and see what was going on. Now, I will say it probably didn't work like he expected it to. People, his, his actions don't always come through like he want, he want them to. And people might not have seen that, and they just went out of his throat immediately for voting for Trump. I mean, yeah. you got to look at it like this, though. You cannot just go blindly voting for one party all your life because your parents did so. You're expecting so heavily at your vote. I would go for somebody whose platform I agree on, first and foremost. Yeah. Second, who actively tries to represent me and actually knows me and not just come around every time it's election year or tries to pander to me saying, oh, we'll get this and this done. And then by the time it's time to prove themselves or they done got their office, they just pretend like they didn't promise you those things. Yeah. So I'd say just have an open mind and vote for, actually be educated first, first and foremost. Yeah. Educated yeah. on platforms and then vote based on that. Because you can't just okay. be a blind person voting because that doesn't help anything. It doesn't. I completely agree. And it's, it, people yeah. in the comments basically defending their right to to not, you know, research for themselves and, and stuff. And it was ridiculous. Uh, if you can, if you, you know, find out what's best for you and what's best for, you know, your family, and if that's Republican, you know, that's cool. People shouldn't be, you know, made to feel bad for that. I think the problem when it comes to people who do that, because a lot of the people that I noticed, like, especially not Kanye, but a lot of people that I noticed in social media get to to embracing the other parts of the the more the narrative of being a Republican, you know, like some of the racist elements, like a lot of people, people assume and associate, you know, I'm trying to figure out how I can explain it. It's kind of it's kind they of focus on the stigma of being a Republican rather than their actual platform. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah. that, and a lot of people being that way just because, you know, trying to you know turn turn heads and not be sheep. And it's a lot of people who legit believe in some of the racist elements that some Republicans believe in, like some of the pub, the black Republicans I've seen online, like talking about how racism doesn't exist, different stuff like that. That's where I yeah. think the problem. Is but you can. There's nothing wrong with you know being a Republican, and it's not anything about self hate. It's about informing yourself, and especially when you look at it and when you go along, and as you get older and as you make more money, different stuff like that. 
being a Republican kind of works better, especially if you got bread. If you got bread, you know, being a Republican works in your favor. And it's a lot of yeah. things that, like, because John Legend was talking about it. He was like, you know, he kind of sticks with Democrats and supports them on issues because, uh, you know, you know, because, you know, he's, he's still black and he's still part of our culture, but a lot of the things that they propose and they're talking about don't affect him. And, and in fact, on the other side, being like, if he were to support Republicans and different things like that, they'd be helping him out a lot because he has a lot of money. So, yes, you know, like you said, broaden your horizon. Don't be quick, too quick to judge, you know, learn, learn for yourself and what benefits you. But, uh, also, be awake to some of this other, to some of the stuff that's still going on. You still black, bro. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget. It's a lot of factors that goes into when you go to vote. You want to be able to know who you're voting for, know what they value, and you want also want to know what's good for your not just you but your community. Like as a whole, you don't want to just vote for somebody that's not going to help your community. But then again, if that's the that's the last option you have, you have to be able to explain yourself when it comes time to be, people being like, who'd you vote for or why'd you vote for this person? Other than just, oh, they was Democrat, so I went with Democrat, or they was Republican, I went with Republican. Like, having reasoning behind who you vote for is more is one of the more important aspects of having the privilege to vote. Yeah. Like, you not voting at all is just as bad as you just blindly voting for whoever just because somebody said hey you should vote for him without reason without explaining why just don't want to vote out there and it's not really helping the problem if you don't know who you who you're voting for and what they value yeah so, like you said stand educated. it's a lot of names on that list a lot of people i don't yes. know never heard of i don't <laughs> lie a couple times I, I was picking blindly out here man <laughs> yeah. You want to know who you're picking. But that's at least know five names. At least know them. Yeah. Exactly. They do some research. But that but um I heard that part and Kanye was completely right on in that interview, man. And you gotta stop thinking that way. That's you're limiting yourself and you're limiting your options, different things like that. And that's not good for growth. Yeah. But uh we're gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about Doja. We've been getting into. All right. Before we even jump into the, the whole what done happened. I, back to back to what I said at the beginning of the episode. You still listening to Doja Cat after everything that done happened. These don't sound the real. same, bro. Huh? I'm gonna be real. There was only two songs I really messed with. It was the I'm a cow. That song. I mean, it was catchy. Yeah. Okay. And then what was the? Uh, it wasn't say so. It was. It wasn't something off of TikTok. Cause what was the song? Um, let me check my playlist real quick. Radio? Yeah, it was juicy. <laughs> juicy. I like that song too. I ain't even gonna hold you. I, I ain't gonna hold you. It's on the playlist. I got that one. <laughs> I got uh, I got say so on the playlist. And yep. That whatever new one. The remix are just the original. Original Nikki original Nikki was trash on there. Yeah, I'm not really a huge Nicki Minaj fan myself. 
She but, jacked up that remix. I don't know how I got the number one. You know why I got the number one, Nick. People you right, you two. right. <laughs> I, I forgot for a second. I forgot for a second. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. But um, the real question, we going to continue to bump Doja after everything that done happened, even, even after everything. I will say this. I've heard like some of her, not features, her songs on, I think it's her second album or whatnot. Mm-hmm. As a lyricist, the talent is there. I've actually sat on one of her lives on Instagram while she was making a beat. And then like some people, like like they write to the beat or some people they like hum or like do something to the beat. So that way they can find like syllables and placeholders until they write the lyrics. Her brain as a musician is amazing. I've seen it like live. She is crazy with the keyboard and just coming up with lyrics. I'll give her that. Okay. As a person, and again, we have to separate them. Okay. okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. As a person, I don't think I can uh, agree to her her ideals. But as a musician, if she got heat, I'm a bump it. You know. I feel that. Okay. Okay. I feel, I feel that. that. Having having strong morals. I like that. Um, it's weird, but for some, for some reason, the music don't sound the same. I was trying to listen to, to "Say So" yesterday, bro, and I was like. Uh, no, I ain't feeling. It. I ain't feeling it. I'ma still listen. Like if she drop an album, I'ma I'ma dabble. I'ma put my foot in the water, see what she's working with. But, you know. So you still gonna give her those stream? I give her. I give her one stream. You know. Yeah, I give her one. I'm not going crazy like they did. I'll give her yeah. one stream. It might be in a playlist or two, but you know. Exactly. I'm yeah. not gonna be bumping it every day. Y'all should listen to this. Y'all should stand Doja. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that guy. All right. All right. I agree with that. Um, she did. She does make some good music. It, it hit. It hit home once I found out this whole thing going on. Cause I, me and AJ had just added one of her new songs. It was like she dropped man. the remix with the weekend, bro, and it was <laughs> fire. Weekend. Fire. Was just weekend. added it a couple hours ago, bro. <laughs> and that was That's crazy. Yeah, she was freaking about that that new release, and then as soon as her uh, stuff got leaked. Silent for three days. Silence. She stopped, <laughs> she stopped doing Twitter posts. Stopped Her everything. PR team was like, hey, nah, nah. Right, nah, nah, nah. We take Back on up. You just got up to the top. Why yeah. are you doing this? That's exactly. another thing, bro. They couldn't. She she didn't have. When it comes to, like, people bumping her stuff, she messed up because she doesn't have at least, like, okay, even if we talking about, like, R. Kelly. R. Kelly is messed up and, you know, a lot of people not rocking with his stuff. But R. Kelly got a lot of hits, and his people still playing he stuff. He got hits in culture. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't got Step nothing like that love. yet. Exactly. Yep. Come on now. Who she knows? Ain't got nothing like that. Love. She messed herself <laughs> up early. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even have no culture holding songs yet. Yeah. She wasn't building that reputation strong, and this, this got leaked. Now, as much money as she making off these streams, she just got number one. She just released an album. She did the music video. She got some bread. She could have had somebody cut this short. She could have had somebody come in and be like, nah, don't say nothing to these people. Don't do this. But you didn't catch it at the tip. She didn't I catch it. I wonder if her PR team knew. Like, she was on these live streams, like, last week in the middle of, in the middle last of week. dark web. <laughs> But that's the crazy thing. It was last week. Oh, Mother Day or something? Yep. Yes. She's in, oh this t- wearing the same outfit she was same wearing. Outfit. But see, here's the thing, though. And here's the thing. I'm, like, so guilty for this right here. I posted a meme on my Instagram because uh, there's this dude named London Yellow. He made, like, three songs about Doja Cat. 
one of them was him being in love with Doja Cat, but then he was like, on, on one of the uh, lines, he was like, I know you made this song before mine, but mine was popular or something like that. But he was like, I hate black people too. So I was like, why would he put that line in there? I got to research this. Oh. I knew about that stuff. Oh. I, like, oh, I knew, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just brush past this. Because this single wasn't the, the, the thing I'm a cow, the, that yeah. song, it just it's come fun. out. I was like, you know what? It's, it's kind of fire. Even I better. This. one incident. The video was fire. <laughs> and then that came out. I was like, oh, wow. I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I let you get your one, your one free look over, and you did this again six days ago. That's crazy. <laughs> You, you had the heads up. You, you knew about you it beforehand. I did. You, you, you oh, had insight. Like, oh my! <laughs> that's and that's wild to me. Point. Like if she, if she, she's on now, and you, she, she gotta see what's going on around her. Like yes. you know, if they watching your every step. Why? Like my thing is, if you still want to get on the uh, the chats and whatnot, you know you're famous now. Get another pen name first of all. Get a Second, mask, something. Show your face. Exactly. <laughs> Cut the camera off. Do something. You could have did something. She was showing make. everything. Not even her she face. Like, nah. Everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. But the thing is about Doja, once she got famous, and once I started trying, like going through and figuring out who she actually was, it it wasn't as surprising based off just how she was in li- her lives. Like she was in her lives wilding. Like, yes, going in there, just saying whatever, doing the most. And it wasn't surprising to the point where I was like, whoa, I was not it. No, like she was a little off from the beginning. But most artists are. But the music was good. Exactly. The music was good. So I was willing to overlook the crazy. But then this came out and now everybody bringing it to light. And the thing is, it goes right against the culture. that's That's where I'm just like, all right. I, I got to cut down on your streams. I'm still bump your music on the low with the, the little meme with the hand. I'm going to bump your music, but I'm going to just <clears throat> on the uh, low. I'm going to read what she said here because she, she posted, you know, the cookie cutter apology on Twitter, all of that stuff. <laughs> then she went on live with and turned off the chat room and she said, uh, I want to address what's been happening on Twitter. Uh, I've used public chat rooms to socialize since I was a child. I shouldn't have been on some of these chat room sites, but I personally have never been involved in any racist conversations. I'm sorry to everyone I offended. She continued, I'm a black woman, half of my family is black from South Africa, and I'm very proud of where I came from. And the only thing that she really did like take responsibility for was that song. Uh, the song. Didn't do nothing or something like that. Nothing, yep. I was trying to find a word. And I looked it up. I was like, bro, I ain't never heard of that. Nobody heard I, of that's it. That's the one song I didn't hear. I went and heard it. And it it wasn't blatantly like, oh, like, it wasn't blatantly racist. Oh, yeah, it is. The, it, the, the term I mean, no, the black the, criminal. Oh, yeah. The term is, is racist. But the song itself, it was just kind of, oh, it's just Have like heard a little song? song. I haven't. I heard it. I wasn't going to listen to it after that. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like, bro? It was like, it was just kind of like her singing the lyrics, uh, I didn't do nothing, didn't do nothing. She just kept saying it, and she was like kind of dodging the actual meaning of the, the words. She was just kind of like making it music. Like, the way she explained it, um, 
she made the song and tried to make a spin off. And it didn't work, which I don't believe that at all. I blatantly racist. So the song itself, I don't I don't see how it could be seen as racist, but the the term and the way it was set up, it was all the all the factors were there, if that makes sense. Like yeah. it line it all lined up to be to go along with the narrative that everybody had believed. And once it came out, like the song once 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 the whole news came out that she was on these chat rooms, she was doing these wild things. I was already, I was like, all right, I could believe this. This is something I can yeah. do. And that then the song. In the yeah. Talking to bro. <laughs> and dude asking if he was a root. It was, that was kind of what solidified it. And then the song just came in and finished the deal. It just went ahead and put it all in. So Dang. I will, I won't say the song was blatantly racist, but it was there. The, the, the meaning behind it was there. The undertones and all that stuff. Yeah. Like I suggest I su- no, I won't suggest go listen to the song. Let's just don't want to give it streams. No, don't want to give it the streams. Just take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that is wild. Yeah, yeah. Y'all think she's gonna come back? I, I hate it for her. No. Yes. He said yeah. he said yes. <laughs> and here's the thing. You think she's coming back? Yeah, because she's not classified as like a singer or a rapper. People classify her as a meme rapper. And you know, with memes, they get out of hand all the time. But the next week, you're still back on the meme page. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she had just got like her. I mean, I don't know if it was because, you know, the, the promise that she okay. was going to expose herself sense. or what. But she did get to number one. So people obviously want to listen to her. After this apology, I don't know how big her audience is going to be, but she's going to come back. I feel that. That's how cancel culture works anyway. You are absolutely you come right. Back. People don't follow through. They don't. You're going to cancel somebody. But then again, it's like, it's like sometimes it's like, all right, bro. It's, it's, it's weird the way cancel culture works because it's not, it's not like a solid structure. It's just a lot of people sharing their opinions on something and hating on somebody and bringing up, sometimes it's unnecessarily bringing up past events after people have moved on sometimes it's people who are trying to grow and learn and they're getting stopped from that sometimes it's people who are getting held accountable sometimes it's us just forgetting about it you know so it's it's very weird and it's not consistent so i mean but i think she did learn i agree with you i think she's coming back she's gonna make a comeback it ain't gonna be she's not gonna be as big but no i don't think she'll reach number one again but she's she she still make a little bread. I mean, okay. In the sense that she gonna she gonna come back with a song, she gonna make a little bread, but she not gonna hold as much weight in the culture as she did. Before. Oh no, because she stacked, she stacked. For one, people yeah. were really hoping she came through on that promise. Yeah, that <laughs> she's not she's not getting number one again for that. And then two, right after that, this yeah, you're not getting number one. Yep. Maybe as yeah. a feature, you're getting number one, but you like on a solo song, you're not getting number one. And that's just my she's gonna have a tough time getting features these next couple of songs that is true the project about the flop that's very true her um, next project right the new project they're gonna come in they're gonna hate on that joint they're gonna hate on that joint who who would do a feature with it though right about now somebody needs some bread somebody would i mean the only 
Only people I can see doing a feature right now is six nine, maybe. No. You get like, somebody like Rich the Kid who's kind of sliding. I was thinking, I was thinking Rich the Kid, but <laughs> I'm telling you, a lot of people who would get that bad, somebody nah. would. Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> Jump on the track real quick. <laughs> Remix of Hebe Jones. <laughs> I can't thank anybody besides Six Nine, honestly, but that's because of his meme ability. Yeah, the the way he his career is set up, he he can afford that bag and then yeah. make a switch. He, I give Six Nine one thing: he does know how to flip a situation. I don't know how. But he know how to flip a situation. That man, nah, maybe not for the better, but it is. He do some magic, snitching or whatever. He do some magic. I can't I stand him, bro. You <laughs> can't, can't kill him. You can't. You can't get rid of him. He always come back. He can't lose. You see, Rich the Kid trying to beef with him now, and Rich the Kid is losing bad. Meek Mill. Meek Mill was trying to beef with him. G Herbo <laughs> was trying to beef with him. Can't, Every, can't oh, lose. Snoop Dogg. They had Snoop Dogg with him too. He See? was saying something about uh he was bringing up how uh him and Suge Knight was snitching on somebody to get out of a case. Yep. He was in his comments with that. Oh, and what man. it is is he's getting these impressionable kids on his side that nobody don't know Snoop. Like Snoop yep. is about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's one person yes. you don't want to beef with. Yep. You've got too many connections for that, bro. You can't be doing all of that. Can't. And now I, I wonder what, like, behind closed doors, what his life is like. Because it's like, for me, I don't want to – I mean, I'm making money, but it kind of sucks because he, like, he always has to troll to get money because nobody's going to want it. If he's not doing something or actively trolling or something, nobody wants to listen to his music. There's that. And so if he was, if it was about the art, which he said he wasn't, because he was throwing songs together, he said he wasn't trying, you know. Yeah, I could tell with the titles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, but for me, it'd be like, he always got to live in fear, too. My man to move four times. He, that little white girl caught him on the balcony. He was out that house the next day. He got a daughter. I couldn't, I couldn't be out here. I'd be chilling, man. I like, the thing is, I don't feel bad for him, though. I no, feel no, bad I for those around him. Because he's That's putting true. them in a bad situation. His daughter. Because yeah. he wants to play around. Because, like, he pulled the 50 Cent method, but he went too far. Yep. You know, when 50 came out, he was beefing with everybody. But he was strictly about his art. And, I mean, he he, he kind of trolled Ja Rule when he bought those uh, – I mean, he, he attacked one person specifically when he was trolling. You know what I mean? He didn't troll everybody, yeah. dig himself deeper into a hole, and then make to make matters worse, snitch on everybody, and then troll about getting out. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and 50 Cent trolls are different, too. They're not – 50 Cent trolls are more like light, funny jabs at people Six nine trolls okay. and sometimes his trolls was like beefing people, like playing playing the hood card. Like bro pulled up in the bro's neighborhood at like five a.m. Yeah, I'm about, <laughs> I'm about some where y'all at? Exactly. Please. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a different type of that's a different type of beef. Fifty Cent right now will go post a meme about somebody or he'll drop laugh about it, buy up somebody's yeah. seats, do something funny or ridiculous. <laughs> it ain't go. It ain't nothing like that. 
and he because he don't play about that other stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and at least he was about his art, like you yeah. said, six nine isn't. Art so. is art first. So. Yeah, six nine just throw together songs to stay relevant and then troll about it later. His so daughter, all his parent, all his you know siblings, all them got to be, they got to be on the move, getting some money. For something. real, yeah. You and I really feel bad for him. Yeah. But yeah, that makes sense. My man didn't did all this for the bag. You gotta live with the consequences. All right. Oh, what you about. Exactly. We're gonna we're gonna slide into our last topic, but this topic is kind of a a mixed bag. We just gonna be all talking, right. we gonna we gonna you know discuss white people acting a fool during the quarantine. <laughs> every every day, I, I promise you it's a video. Somebody, somebody cussing out, somebody not wanting to wear a mask. The lady cut a hole in a mask. The lady was fighting in the store with managers over having to wear the mask, being oppressed. The lady was in a bikini the other day yes. outside of the store in front of a mask. <laughs> Every week is something. Every week is something. People out here protesting. It, it didn't got so bad. They have given up Fox News, claiming Fox News fake news. <laughs> That's their bread and butter. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Fox News camera was out there while they were protesting the corona and the, the stuff. So, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff going on. Not to mention, we hadn't even talked about Karen calling up people. I thought we had, like, kind of phased. I mean, I knew we hadn't phased out of it, but I, I, we, we thought those incidents died down. But, you know, Karen's been on the up. These packs they've been on the rise. Calling people, calling people out, calling the police for no reason. The lady was threatening the man. She was choking. She about choked that dog to death. That poor dog. Poor dog. <laughs> he was. But when she got on the phone, she lost all that bass in her voice and started crying though. Yep. Exactly. I like that switch up. They like they know how to act. I'll give An African American. He's oh he's yes. African American. No. no. <laughs> I mean, she was on the phone at first. She was normal. She was choking a dog, and she was like, "Yeah, oh, it's an African threatening me." And the acting. Now that was an Oscar nominee because she went out there. She's, oh, he's black. He's recording the animal. I was like, "All right, bro." I saw the tears from the screen. She was choking the hell out of that dog. We got you on camera. Exactly. The dog was about to fight her. He was about to box. <laughs> And she finally set him down, and he was he was gasping for air. <laughs> then she picked him back up, and he sitting up there. Oh, yes. Hey, bro, I can't breathe. Whoa! <laughs> we got, we got man. the dog. You got they're out of control. For real, bro. For real. They don't believe well, it's a real virus. Well, really. Yes, they don't believe it's real. They don't keep. I seen that, and I was done with Twitter. I had to close the app and cut the phone off. Cause, what do you stand to gain from that? You wearing mask all around your body, except for your face, and you feel the need to walk around the store. The authorities on this. Don't nobody want to see all that. I'm nobody. At you, I guarantee you, if she, if she was of color, 
they'd be out before they got in the store. Yeah. I'm willing to put money on it. And it's a, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of other stuff, you know, going on. Like how when how a lot of, you know, white neighborhoods aren't getting enforced when the quarantine, when they've been out here partying and doing all that. But they send the police, five, six, seven squad units on a couple people in the in the African community neighborhood. There's a chance to rap posted a video the other day about talking about people in especially in Chicago. It's been it's been a lot of stuff and I'm hoping I'm hoping, you know, a lot of people who say that, you know, the racism isn't real and it's it's died and all that stuff, get really get to see, really get to see what's going on. And I don't know what it is about this virus though. It it it's it's exposing a lot of yeah. it really is. I don't know whether it's boredom or what, but like I don't know how they don't see it. Like how it affects, I guess, because it doesn't affect them, they don't see how it, you know, affects other people. But like, yeah. well, this virus is serious. They need to take it serious. They're going to the beach, con- getting in contact with other people, and then Party. spreading it. Doing whatever, cutting the food, social yep. gathering. Yep. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it's not going to hit home for some people until it's there. It's your grandmother, your grandfather, your your kids get hit. You know, and sadly, that's what it's going to take. I hate, you know, to see it, you know, because like this is killing thousands of people every day. Yeah. Like, a lot of people yeah. recover, but like at the end of the day, if you're over 50 or you have pre existing conditions, it's still dangerous. Yeah. And, and not only that, you're spreading it. Yeah. And we'll understand it. We don't have a vaccine. We don't understand how it, how it's spread. They don't really understand what it is, to be honest. And they're not giving clear. Instructions they don't know, so you come on now. But it's it's been a lot of it's been a lot. Of Stay things. inside. Stay safe. Yeah. Put your mask on. Keep it's not it hard. hard. It's, hard. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> the only issue where they and the worst part is when people try to do it and talk about how their freedoms are being stepped on and try to talk about how do you see the signs people comparing it to racism and different things like that and protesting for real. That's the worst part. Because it, it tries to take and delegitimize a lot of the stuff that people are really seriously fighting for. It's crazy. Yes. It's a lot of hypocrites. Like, a lot of hypocrites out here. Because I remember this one video. I think this family was at a park or something. And you know that one Karen? I think it was the first Karen video with the brunette. She was kind of barbecue Karen? Called the bl- yeah. Barbecue, barbecue Becky. <laughs> they were just out chilling in the park. It was a white family this time. And uh, I think a black family called the cops on them because they were the cops came up or a ranger came up to them because they were outside during quarantine hours. And all of a sudden it was a big issue. I can be here. This is public property. Then it's a problem when it's them. But when it was Ooh. them barbecuing and minding their business, you know, they had to call the cops. Like, no I don't. Quarantine. We out here in the middle of the park. We reserve the park. Exactly. Reserved. I, I, I forgot that fact. It was reserved. Yeah. You weren't yep. supposed to be there. Right. Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hate that. It was just last week you see them trying to get that uh they get out of their Airbnb at the building. That one white lady threatened yep. that they harassed yep. them. It was that the the other one, the white on white Karen, the lady with the truck. Yeah. Mike! Mike. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> it's just oh my god, it's just too it's too much right now. Like you need to sit down. Exactly. If you think this is oppression, yes, I got news for you. Exactly. <laughs> Go read a history book or something. But then, if we come out, read a read a history. Exactly. All these slave movies y'all want to make, and y'all can't <laughs> read something. For real. Something. 
it's a lot of stuff going on, and then you got, uh, you got, and I know you saw the. Did you see? You saw today about bro stepping on his, they holding the bro's neck, and he couldn't breathe. It's a lot of stuff. And I'm down to the point where you look. Hmm. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Oh. My fault. But, um, yeah, it's just gotten to the point where – and then we look at this stuff going on, and we can't be like, hey, like, this is what happens to us. This is – us as black people, we go through this every day, and then, like, ah, okay, nah, we don't want to hear all that. It's hypocritical. Literally, the lady – the way aggravated me was the lady at the store. She was like, hey, y'all, you know this is discrimination. You're discriminating. Yeah. I was like, the nerve of her to use that word for not wearing a mask in the grocery store. Come and they on. said they would shop for her. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 of course, you have private items, but like they said they would shop for you. They gave you every other option besides going in the store, and you still felt you were being discriminated. Exactly. And look up that word. Exactly. <laughs> not only that, she going to get to the counter and ring this stuff up in front of somebody. <laughs> Even if they, they, they got anyway. self checkout, they got cameras. Exactly. And if you they have see what you get. stuff to order, that's what that's if you have online. private stuff to order, Amazon will deliver it to your house in a private box. I know everybody's messing around with Bezos right now, but I mean, if you really got private stuff you didn't want nobody to see, there's other options. You can get it online. No problem. Exactly. Stay at home. Only argument people have for not staying at home and their, their rights is, is people struggling, you know, to pay for stuff. That's the only, that's the only valid argument for people out here breaking quarantine not so y'all can leave the house go get food part or like that one lady take remember the lady did you see the lady breaking down because she couldn't touch other babies or see people behind the mask that one seeing people i was like yo she was she was actually in tears yeah because she couldn't hug or touch anybody like bro i can't hold anybody's baby Oh. Zoom, all this stuff you can use to see these people. I know it's not the same, but do you want to kill them? Exactly. I mean, shoot. <laughs> it ain't that. If, unless you like have to go out there and you're struggling to work, like, stay inside. Exactly. People complaining are doing just fine. They just sitting at home. Just sit at home. For real. People complain they never have enough bored. time to just sit at home and better know, do. relax. And now they get the time and they want to go out. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm gonna do it like my grandma exactly. did. Stay in the house or stay outside. Pick your choice. It's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> can't be coming in and out my door. Can't be coming you in and out my door. Exactly. That's that's exactly how to be tripping. Yeah, it's been it's been wild. Let's see. They, they oh. just don't get the. They don't get put for that matter. They don't. But uh. Don't be in that plague. Exactly. <laughs> and, but we're gonna go to the last, last part of the show. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was gonna talk about Phoenix, but we already know that's some foolishness. All right. All right. So. We don't reach uh, the last part of the show. We'd like to call cancellation vindication. Yes, you don't know what that is. We're going to have AJ explain it. 
All right, so cancellation vindication is basically our own like little courtroom. And what we do is we bring an individual who's been canceled and we try to weigh the odds, the pros and the cons. And uh, either we either give them a seal of they should be canceled or we kind of, you know, look at it and be like, you know what, you know, that's unjustified cancellation or people just being extra. So we got this week, we got an interesting one because this one really could. Really could totter either way. We got we got Lana Del Rey this week. We got Lana, and recently Lana dropped her little Instagram post, and uh, she was basically the the big summation of her her post was talking about how she felt like she was being shamed for kind of being submissive and having submissive tendencies, and how she would be bullied because of that, and not. And another thing, she wasn't getting the respect she was uh, in the industry. But she also, in the beginning, called out a lot of big artists who just so happen to be, you know, black. Yep. <laughs> For some of their raunchier and out there songs, you know. And then she went on to say, I'm not a feminist. Yeah. But if, if I, uh, she, and then she went in and she <laughs> commented on some other stuff talking about how she was trying not to be racist but um that's a lot of the tones that people gave off so what was your initial reaction to to her because i was looking at her stuff i had to google a lot of stuff i i think i heard i haven't heard a lot of Del Rey song before so you ain't heard summertime sadness mm -mm. I, I have to hear it Oh. Well, I heard that one in whatever song she had in yeah, The Great Gatsby. Yeah. I'm not like a Lana Del Rey. No, you, you, if, uh, movie, if, yeah. It was, yeah, if it was in Great Gatsby, then I heard it. Which, was, which song was it? Now, I don't know the soundtrack off the top of my head, but I know she did like maybe two songs for it. Oh, because that's my, that's my favorite movie of all time, Great Gatsby. It's a great oh. movie, the one with Leo. But uh, yeah. yep. I'm not like a yeah. big Lana Del Rey fan. My cousin is. But like uh, like you said, a lot of the stuff she said was like kind of had some undertones. And it kind of talks yeah. to like she said, I'm not a feminist, but, you know, you know, there's got to be like a place or like a group of people for me or something like that. Mm -hmm. And what it kind of speaks on to me, or at least what I picked up was like not feminism, but like that, you know, really the Karenism, I guess. Because it's like <laughs> it's a feminism, but, you know, it's like white women first, if that makes sense. Okay. okay. They want their rights and their stuff like that. And I'm not knocking her as a songwriter or anything like that, because, I mean, some of her stuff is good. I just don't listen to her like that myself. But, like, for the like the people she pointed out, they made songs based on black experiences. Nobody's saying Lana didn't go through some of the same or similar experiences, and nobody was knocking her songwriting, but she was saying they got more attention because this, that, and the third, mm -hmm. whereas I didn't get attention because I talked like this or I, you know, behaved yeah. a certain way. I wouldn't say she's canceled. Okay. I think she just needed to word that better. That's what. Yep. Because it just came off weird. Those were my yeah. thoughts exactly. Because I was listening. I'm not gonna say she's like a Karen, but she was speaking to their like their way of thinking. Like it was dangerously close to like their ideals. I'm she not gonna her being that, but like it was coming off that way. She didn't even <laughs> have to mention them to be honest, man. She really no. didn't. Yeah. And and the first thing I first comment under there was like, you know, those women experienced the same reward that you experienced, and they, you know, beat some bigger odds than you. But uh, yeah, I I really agree with you because I was like, 
from from the little stand pages I was reading and who had broken broken down what she was saying. She was like, "Oh, I, she just wanted her respect, and she didn't want to have to be bullied into being, you know, really super super feminist in her songs when she's not, and she she you know wanted to her submissive tendencies to be accepted. So, like you said, she worded it the wrong way, wrong way, messed up, messed up herself. Yeah. Then I found out last week that she about to drop an album. So I was like, all right, I see. I see she just trying to get the, yeah. the plot for it. <laughs> see the plot. Yeah. Um, I see the plot. I agree with that. Uh, I think she could have picked some better artists to, to compare herself to. She did kind of just pick the right hand of the spectrum, and it wasn't the the correct way to go especially you know with the existence of like twitter and people gonna pay attention to the the melody that you pick so you you just gotta watch your words she didn't blatantly say it but she she was on the red line she was right on the edge so Karenism was the best way to describe that that white woman privilege she was right on that on that privilege and um I agree. She, I don't think she should be fully canceled, but this was a, a, a close, close call. Just consider this a warning. Exactly. Yeah. A, a warning from cancelers. We're going to have to make Karenism a term in the dictionary, for real, though. <laughs> I'm going to put that in the Urban Dictionary. That's yeah. <laughs> Karen's been tripping lately, bro. Well, they always been tripping. We just highlighting them now. Now, now yeah. we just got a name for them. <laughs> I can't wait for the next Karen tape. This hopefully it doesn't result in the demise of somebody else. But she was seriously yeah. trying to hurt that man. Yeah, See what she was doing. But, but uh, so Lena Del Rey didn't get canceled. Nah, she she get a warning <laughs> from the pod. <laughs> but uh, yeah, All I think right, that's that's the end. I of think that's episode. the first. Yeah. We done had. All right, bet. What you said? That's the first uh, cancellation vindication we done had that ain't been canceled, I believe. I don't think right. so. I think. I don't think. I think I, one other. I ain't canceled Kanye. I I ain't canceled Kanye. I gave I gave him like a warning. Okay. 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 Yeah, you're right. right. Something like I don't know. I don't remember these episodes. Yeah. Come together. <laughs> We'll check. We'll go back and check. <laughs> but uh, that's an elite group. She should feel honored. We'll have her on the podcast. You know, she'll see if she can explain herself. We get to go. I want to get Kanye on the pod for real, bro. I Kanye would be a goat on this podcast. <laughs> for real, I would love to have Kanye on the and podcast. Get, and we talk and have a good in-depth conversation. I'll be like Charlamagne the God or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's my dude. Yeah. Charlamagne right, was well, slipping well, in my eyes, but he kind of redeemed himself to the, that last week. The way he handled that, yeah, really well. I feel like he just asks those hard questions because well, he knows he's gonna get a reaction. He does. Oh, he, he's really yeah. good at that. That's why he was slipping in my eyes because he'd be asking he knows some it, he stupid knows stuff on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> I was looking, I was like, bro, why you ask him that? Why you do that, bro? What are you doing? But he has no problem asking you serious stuff too. I respect yeah. But, man, we appreciate it's you been coming amazing. on, bro. So, you're no problem. Yeah. Love y'all guys' podcast, man. 
And uh, we want you to plug your stuff, your social, Appreciate whatever it. you've been working on. I see you got Appreciate your it. art, your graphic design, and you got the new music coming. Yeah. Doing yeah. Justin working, cooking on something. I'm waiting on it. It's coming out soon. It's in the process of mixing. But it's called right. uh, Fluke. It's just like a five-song EP. I got okay. uh, Neo Tokyo in production. My boy Matthew Fletcher from the other album stuff I've done with. Um, yep. You can follow me at pupil underscore of underscore pablo on instagram twitter i'll be on twitter a lot instagram i hardly post unless it's like an art post or something like that but i do music i do art graphic design and i'm trying to get into voice acting so you see me just say what up follow something yes sir and we'll go ahead and put uh i've seen your flute post we'll go ahead and put that in the story for people that don't know yeah, uh, that, the album cover is hard <laughs> appreciate it <laughs> But um, if y'all want art, let me know. Oh yes, sir. We'll definitely hit you up. We need some fan art, and we're gonna get some. We're gonna get. We need a new background actually for our Twitter. Background. Okay. So we like to we like to try like the last dude. He gave us some stuff for uh, oh, yeah. our logo. We like to try Should different renditions. Yeah. See what works. Can't keep it the same the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. But appreciate you having having you on. Uh, you was a great guest. It's great to finally meet you. I see yes, you on and the humor that you have. I can tell by your sense of humor off Twitter. I, you have me dying laughing with every post. And I'll send you can ask AJ. I'll send them the post. And I'll be like, bro, this man is not missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked him when I started. I was like, where's the line? Where do I need to hold back? Because I was going to say some language <laughs> <laughs> We got Man. another part for that. We got another part yeah. for that. <laughs> but the humor, keep it up on Twitter. Every time you, you keeping my feed fire. Every time you keep me up to date on the news. And then I'll sit there and retweet something. He's right there. He is, he I is like, I love 80% of shit. my feed. And I love it. Exactly. <laughs> for real. <laughs> much free time <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's great to finally meet you you're a really cool dude you're really articulate which i wasn't expecting but um you know your stuff and yeah. keep, keep doing what you're doing you know we're gonna support you we're right here and we'd love to have you on the podcast all right love to be back